This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Today's topic is ways that we as PR pros can support journalists, so media professionals, comms pros. We are noticing, and part of the reason why our job is tricky, harder, um, different than maybe when we started, is that there's a lot of shifts in the media landscape. This has been the talk. I've been doing this 18 years. This has been the talk the entire time I've been, um, you know, doing this career. And of course, things are changing and evolving. I mean, there's so much uh, innovation and, you know, even just the smartphone Um, what was that, 16, 17 years ago, of having an iPhone, which is a computer in your pocket. You can consume media. Social media didn't exist, and that's sort of when it did come into our sort of uh, wheelhouse of things we had to know about. So um, it's been happening this whole time, and yes, it's going to continue to evolve, and that's why you're here is to stay on top of those trends so that you can evolve with it, you can grow with it. And if it evolves in a direction that you're not loving, Pay attention to that feeling and find ways that you can use your skills or zone of genius to evolve what it is that you offer because that will make you always in demand because that's the unique skill perspective, taking all of your experience and bringing it together for a unique offering. Um, And yeah, so this is a lot of the ways that we're approaching this sort of whole life integration. So work uh, or like entrepreneurship and your personal life, and we bring it all together and elevate. If you're looking to kind of get to that next level of whatever, like fulfillment and joy and satisfaction and presence in your life, that is what Elevate is for. So we are offering our journalist friends support as their comms partners, right? Um, We have a lot of industry shifts. We're going to hold their hand and guide them. We're going to hold each other's hands and guide us through these changes. So um, it's been really frustrating, but there have been a lot of layoffs, nonstop layoffs across journalism, different um, types of media, and it seems like pretty much every niche has been affected by layoffs and downsizing and newsrooms shutting down. I mean, we saw this years ago with fact-checking kind of going by the wayside, and it doesn't matter really how established a publication is. I mean, you sometimes think like, oh, this heritage publication will be here forever. It's been around forever. It'll continue to be here. It seems like that's no longer the case because major companies, major publishers and outlets like Hearst and Bloomberg, um, Insider, Bustle, they've all undergone massive layoffs recently. And smaller newsrooms mean more work for those in-house media contacts and more delays for freelancers that are trying to bridge that gap. And of course, now we see with the writer strike um, for the writers union, this huge threat of AI that's on top of all of it, 
is bringing more unknowns and trouble for the journalism industry. And so as PR professionals, as comms partners to our media contacts, it's our job to adapt to these changes and support our contacts along the way. So I want to share some strategies that can kind of get you thinking, you know, you've worked hard to make these relationships. You want to preserve these contacts. You want to show support because we're kind of all in this together. So I have strategies for showing your media contacts that you're in their corner, no matter what happens in journalism. So just a quick update, like this is what's going on in newsrooms. They've always been hectic places, but they are now filled with like stressed out, overworked, taxed writers. They're scared. They're stressed out. They're on edge more than ever before. You know, we've got these widespread layoffs that are always um, threatening their comfort and stability in their work. Um, we have, when layoffs happen, you have these overworked journalists, writers that are picking up the slack as their colleagues leave. And then, of course, they worry that they're next, that they're next on the chopping block. And we are also are noticing that newsrooms um, and not necessarily just newsrooms, but publications uh, converting content seems like it's a lot more delayed. So we used to have these traditional long lead, short lead, you know, print versus digital um, or TV. Um, but it seems like even our short lead content is experiencing delays Edits aren't happening as quickly as normal, um, taking longer for freelancers to get their pieces published or for in-house coverage to go live. And it used to be that a laid off journalist or a journalist that just wanted to change would go freelance. And that's not the go-to path anymore because we're seeing with the, the um, kind of uh, explosion of AI that these rates for freelancing keep dropping and more and more writers are um, entering that freelancing market. And so it's not as, it was never, I would say lucrative, but it's not as um, desirable as it used to be because there's just so many people that are now trying to get freelance work. So it's not sustainable long-term and some of your contacts, they might transition into non-writing careers as time goes on. This is also in the wake of AI. Um, you know, we also see that instead of copy editors, um, publications are using AI to make quick work of edits, um, shorten pieces that, um, you know, they can repurpose. Maybe they're crafting those shorter pieces with AI that might have gone to freelancers in the past. So it is a real pivot point right now. So we want to support our media contacts in a few ways. Number one, we want to lead with empathy. Um, they're going through a lot right now. Our ed editor contacts, our journalist friends, the best thing that you can do is lead with empathy anytime you connect. They are maybe taking on additional beats to cover for coworkers that have been laid off. They might be dealing with a need for more stories um, in the beats that they're already working in. Freelancers might be searching for new assignments as new rooms, uh, newsrooms 
have backups that delay the publishing and then therefore the payment for pieces that have already been submitted. So we know our job is to connect with the media and work together to tell stories and connect with audiences. So when you lead with empathy, you reinforce your partnership by showing them true support amidst the chaos. Like you can be very understanding when a contact takes maybe a little longer to respond to your pitches or your follow-up emails. They're probably already feeling like stress and on edge from balancing deadlines, playing catch up. And the last thing they need is another three follow-up emails in their inbox. So, you know, have some empathy and understanding for what they're experiencing with these shifts. And if your contact is directly affected by layoffs, reach out to them over email. If you happen to know um, either a personal email or you know they're still at the publication or sometimes these freelancers have their own email. Um, and you can also connect on social and just offer your support. Ask if there's anything you can do to help. A lot of times journalists might be looking for additional side work, maybe supporting you and your agency, maybe ghostwriting articles or thought leadership for your clients. You never know. And this is a way to strengthen those relationships. Number two is be a true resource for your contacts. So either they've been laid off or their workload is kind of doubled or, you know, increased in the aftermath. Be supportive and be a sincere resource for them. So if you're aware of any freelancing opportunities, open positions that might be a good fit for your contact, send them their way. Send those opportunities their way post layoff. In-house experts are really valuable to the media, so make sure your media contacts know all of the experts that you're connected to. So when reaching out for expert interviews, include the expert's bio, the credentials, their availability, you know, so that you are giving them quick access to something that will save their save them time and give them a solid resource that'll shore up the content they're working on because AI is not going to offer expert commentary. You know, that's one thing we know that AI is not replacing. Um, you can also offer yourself as a credible, responsible expert in your niche and then follow through. Make sure that if your contact reaches out for assistance, it, either they need like a, an additional stat or um, extra support for a story or an additional expert that can weigh in on a topic, respond, like always, just respond promptly, give thorough, accurate information so they're not waiting on you, they're not having to follow up with additional information. Show that you are a responsible PR partner that they can count on big premise inside the pitch lab, but goes without saying, even if your contact leaves a publication, they're either freelance or they're not working, moving forward in, in your niche. That's not to say you write them off. You know, you never know where people, we never, um, part ways with somebody in a negative, uh, outcome. We always want to have good, um, transitions and the way that you serve people, you just never know. You put it out into the world and it just always comes back. I mean, that's not why we do it, but just know that you want to maintain these relationships. So continue to be a responsible and um, reliable 
very fast to respond to a PR partner that they can count on. And the more you help out these media contacts, the more they'll see you as a true collaborative partner that they can lean on during hard times. And you never know what comes of it. You never know what um, ideas come together or ways that you can help each other out. Number three, focus on maintaining media relationships outside of the newsroom. Your relationship with a media contact, it doesn't end, like I said, when they leave their publication, either if it's involuntary um, or they decide to move on on their own. Don't just reach out to your contacts when you have a story idea, when you want something. It's about giving before you ask to take anything. So you want to build media relationships that are going to stay strong despite industry shifts, despite job moves. That's real relationships. You know, it's not just like, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? It is, I am here for you as a resource, as a partner, a collaborator, a um, sounding board if you need it. You know, stay in touch with these media contacts as they transition from job to job, whether they're just moving publications or they're shifting to freelance or maybe they're changing careers altogether. Catch up with them over coffee if they're still um, local or do a virtual check-in. I love sending, it's like a pink oat milk latte when it has like collagen in it. That's what I'm drinking. Send a pack of those over and just say, hey, you know, catch up over coffee and do a Zoom. Um, you know, stronger relationships can lead to better, more impactful press coverage when your contact lands back on their feet. Maybe they have some ideas for you about what's happening internally in the wake of their job transition, and they can be a helpful resource for you. Number four is PR and media pros should make life easier for journalists. Just make their lives a little easier. You already know your pitches need to be targeted, relevant, timely, and completely personalized to that journalist, that publication, and the beat that you're pitching. And anything you send that's irrelevant, it just takes up space, it is going to frustrate them, annoy them, it'll sour those relationships. Their days are really hectic, they're full of challenges, they don't need to waste valuable time reading pitches that are not a good fit, that aren't worth a story. Make pitching as frictionless as possible. You are the well-oiled machine. You are responsible, reliable, targeted. You know what they're up to, and you're going to present useful ideas, useful resources, on-target ideas for them. So provide as much information as possible when you're sending out a pitch, including any multimedia, like if you have a link to a sizzle reel or you have a link to show how something is used um, to demonstrate how a product is used or you have a study with hard data or any additional documents like a one sheet or ingredients list or retailer's price point. You want to reach out far in advance of a product launch. This is my world, is product PR. So if you have a product launch, sometimes you get enough runway, sometimes you don't. But you want to reach out in advance so that you can account for these, these timelines that are shifting, these newsroom delays, things that are going to make that launch content that they're covering 
hopefully align with when the launch is happening. You're giving them full, complete, accurate information, access to a sample if you have the ability to offer it, so they can get their content, their idea pulled together in time for when the launch is actually happening. Just think of their timelines. You also, number five, want to be flexible with your pitches. Um, layoffs don't care if your contact was in the middle of writing a major piece about your clients, the founder, maybe you just received, um, or they just received, sorry, a stellar pitch that would be perfect for their audience and then boom, not gonna happen. When you're suddenly left with a pitch in limbo, it is our job to adapt. So first thing first, it's about the relationship. That's more important than the pitch. And if your contact gets laid off in the middle of that writing process, be supportive. You know, be a supportive partner before asking what's going to happen with the piece they were writing. And then same goes for an interview and process. If a new journalist takes over the contact's wor workload post layoff, introduce yourself. Maybe you ask that contact, you know, is anybody kind of um, going to be picking up where you left off? And maybe they give you a name introduce yourself. You might need to resend your pitch or you may have to reschedule an interview with the new contact. Um, maybe you resend the responses to their questions. If your pitch wasn't an exclusive and the original publication is dropping it entirely, shift gears. You know, reach out to your contact. They may be able to cover it as a freelancer or if they have a new gig somewhere that they're going that they're still covering that same beat. Your next step is to pitch the story to someone else, um, another contact at a different publication that is, uh, you know, the same, if it's not an exclusive and you can offer that up, um, make sure to rework your pitch, tailor it to that new contact, their beat, that outlet, their audience, so that it's targeted and not just a uh, copy paste, spray and pray. And the last tip I have for you is keep up on social. Go follow your media contacts on social. You should already have a media contacts um, kind of following list for social, but as they move publications or kind of pave their own way in the industry, um, you know, offering their services up in other ways, it's more important than ever to kind of meet them where they are. So we see X, formerly Twitter, kind of losing steam among the media. And many journalists and editors making that switch over to LinkedIn with their PR partners um, and their readers over there able to connect with them so they can publish content like blog posts over on LinkedIn and still kind of exercise that journalistic muscle, stay connected on LinkedIn, um, you know, offer support, spend, send a private message over there, just kind of see what the next move is for them acknowledge it, congratulate them on it. Um, the other tip we love, we love Substack. We have a lot of wonderful journalists on Substack that are sharing incredible insights. Um, their paid content is really good. It's not expensive. We have inside the Pitch Lab an entire list of the journalists that we recommend following on Substack. It is a crucial place to connect with journalists moving forward. They're gonna have their voice they can have their complete and um, uncensored voice 
You know, they don't have to, like, sometimes journalists will have to kind of, you know, for journalistic integrity, just be neutral. Substack is their own thoughts, opinions. They don't have to kind of cater to anyone. So it's very interesting. And those insights are really informative and helpful for us as PR pros. Um, We want them to keep their readership. So we're going to follow along and the income, you know, so if you subscribe to their paid content, that's also money in their pocket for those insights. So definitely consider it a very valuable business expense to subscribe to paid Substacks, And it's a great way for them to kind of um, supplement income kind of between assignments. And this is also, we want to follow on social um, because journalists don't always have time to notify all of their contacts post layoff and announce the news um, and send emails about how to connect with them. So they might share it and announce on socials. And it's yet another reason to connect with them online. They may take to their pages, announce changes in their workload, um, shifts in their beat, um, any kind of new columns that they're covering or the kind of work that they're seeking. And you can see that there and offer to be a supportive partner to them. This is all about the, the idea of partnership. It's a collaboration. We are all impacted by changes in the media landscape, um, you know, AI coming into play, all the things. So just know that you are able to come in and support and it doesn't mean the end of the relationship. It's an evolution, you know, and you are going to be a partner to them like they have been to you. And those recommendations will help you do that. Um, those are the tips and strategies that I have for you. Thank you so much for joining me. Take care. Have a great week and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.